1: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
2: It's Amy Newmark, and I'm so pleased that today we have Sonia Carol de Loach, who wrote an amazing poem for Chicken Soup for the Soul. I'm speaking now about planting a pandemic victory garden thanks to her mother's training. Sonia, thank you so much for giving us this fabulous poem for our book, and I guess you know you were chosen from thousands of submissions to be included in the book. Thank you. So why don't you go ahead and read us your amazing poem?
1: Okay, we will do. Garden of Delight. In my small plot of backyard garden, I am lady of the land. The surprising flash of yellow flowers under wide green leaves marks where cucumbers will eventually grow. Lush arugula, tempting to tiny caterpillars, is already fit for first harvest. Three varieties of tomatoes, two heirlooms and one Roma, tower over my micro farm. Dazzling sunny flowers open and hint at the fruit to come. I haven't gardened since I was a six-year-old, happily toiling alongside my mother in the little square under the kitchen window of my childhood Detroit home. Born in Louisiana and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Artie Mae never thought not to grow her own food and flowers. Leafy collard greens, bountiful enough to share with neighbors. We ate garden to table long before organic was a thing. Now grass covers the little square, But crimson canna lilies she planted in her last spring have returned faithfully each year since she left, even though they weren't meant to be perennials. The grandchildren who adored her are all grown now. The grands and greats and great-greats are living evidence of her obedience to the edict to be fruitful and multiply. The fear of shortages and need for mental clarity drove me to plant my victory garden in the spring of the quarantine. The harvest belongs to my Southern mother, Artie Mae. That's just
2: beautiful and how you're carrying on your mother's legacy and what an amazing thing to plant all of that food. And are you finding that you were able to share that food with other people last summer?
1: I was. I was with my neighbor, Ed, who helped me till the garden. And uh, yeah, it was wonderful.
2: That's so great. Is your mother still with us?
1: No, no. She's been gone for many years since 1993, actually. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Well, it's really nice you could carry on this tradition. It's really a beautiful, beautiful piece of work that you gave us. So thank you so much. And how have you found the experience of being in this new Chicken Soup for the Soul book?
1: Wonderful. Just wonderful. I was so surprised. It was in the last, few minutes before the deadline that I um, put my poem in. It was just an afterthought. And I said, well, I had one that I thought of. I said, well, maybe this one's not right. And then I picked this one at the last minute and it was chosen and I couldn't have been more pleased.
2: Well, Brina Clark and I both loved it. We really did. So thank you for being part of this really groundbreaking Chicken Soup for the Soul book, which has been a passion project for me. It's just such an important thing that we've done, creating this book, a safe place for people to share some very compelling, raw, powerful stories. And it's been an honor to have published it and to have published you and 111 other people in the pages of this book.
1: Yes, it's a wonderful book. I've read it and I loved every piece of it. I'm in such wonderful company. I can't believe how honored I am to be among such fabulous women writers. And the books that I got as the advanced copies, I gave them out to my siblings and my mother-in-law and everyone is really pleased.
2: That is great. Well, thanks for joining us on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast and reading your poem. And I hope we'll see more of your work gracing the pages of our books
1: in the future. I hope so as well. Thank you. S.M. Nelson, fabulous
2: poet, published in Chicken Soup for the Soul, I'm speaking now. Please share your poem with us.
0: All right. Thank you. The title of this poem is Magically Human. See him over there? He is my brother. Different dads, but we have the same mother, and he means the world to me. Our love is deeper than what you can see. He's wonderful. Indeed, he's magic. And to even think of him harmed is scarily tragic. In fact, the world might feel differently. To them, he might not matter. But my life would absolutely change and shatter. If they had their way, he might not be here today because they see nothingness. But this is certainly untrue. He has a heart of gold and he would be there for you. He'd give you his last. He'd even make you laugh. Time with him is a comedy show. It's a pleasure watching this Black man grow. But all they see is a body covered 75% in tattoos, scared he might not follow racially biased rules. All they see are gold teeth, scared he might rob their home as they sleep. But that's not true. He doesn't steal. He works for his desires by his own free will. They see a thug, not someone worthy of love, but I swear he's the opposite. Don't judge by appearance. Stop it. See his humanity. Let it speak to you. Look inside of yourself if you're human too. He's an uncle and a brother, not a fighter, but a lover. He deserves his life just as you deserve yours. But in times like today, when it rains, it pours. Pouring black bodies that look just like him. We need them. We love them. Let's make a deal. What will it take just to spare his life? We'll give the collateral to make these wrongs right. All we want is justice. We'll pay if needed. Take the houses, cars, and accounts. Deplete them. Black lives like his to us have value. Think twice before you use deadly force, shall you? He is loved. He is needed. So think before you accuse him. Remember, just because he's magic doesn't mean he isn't human.
2: Amazing such a raw, powerful poem. Thank you so much for sharing it in Chicken Soup for the Soul. I'm speaking now. I'm just so moved by it. Really, we feel very blessed to have gotten this poem from you. It was so obvious we should include it in the book. And I wanted to ask you, what has your experience been like being published in this book? My experience has been wonderful. So
0: far, there have been quite a few unexpected opportunities. Such as this being invited to share the poem vocally on the podcast, and then also even recording a piece for the national—I'm not sure if it's a commercial, but just just the clip that will go out to help publicize the book. And so, you know, again, just quite a few opportunities, and then also just the shared excitement from my friends, my family, and even my work community, who are just so proud and excited to see that Black women's voices are being heard and in this way. And so I just share in that excitement, but most importantly, I am humbled and grateful for the opportunities.
2: Well, we're so glad to have you as a new member of the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. And I hope that you will continue to send us your work and maybe we'll be able to publish you again in a future Chicken Soup for the Soul book because you are a very talented writer and really capable of moving our readers. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. I was not expecting to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And you'll be hearing a lot more from us as we continue to promote the book and interact with all of the wonderful people like you who provided poems and stories for it. So thank you. Thank you so much. Keep doing great work.